What's up, everybody? We're back, and this is episode 56. Uh, I probably sound like a broken record when I say this was a fun episode, and this was. This was Robert and Henry from Esqua... Oh, my gosh. I practiced it before I started 10 different times, and now I have to look. Esquapula's Coffee. Esquapula's Coffee. You can find them on Instagram. Let me... I should hold on real quick here. Okay, I'm going to spell it out. <clears throat> E-S-Q-U-I-P-U-L-A-S. Esquapula's Coffees. And uh, they do like just like the coffee beans. And you have to roast them yourself. How fun is that? They gave me a free sample here. And... Um, I'm going to roast them. They taught me how to roast or told me how to roast it on the podcast. So tune in to listen how. And uh, and it's specialty coffee. It's supposed to be really good. It's like it's highly rated. It's it. I don't know. It's super exciting. This uh, learn about listen to it, this podcast and learn about it. And we just had a good time as well. They came. They brought uh, Patron tequila. And, uh, you know, we had a few drinks, got loose a little bit, and just had a really good conversation. This was really fun. I'll definitely have to have them on again. And, guys, um, you you can support the podcast by supporting these guys. If you are, um, I'm sure they'll ship it. I don't know. We didn't talk about if they'll mail it. I'm sure they will. But if you're, like, especially if you're local to Kansas City, they will, they will hook you up. It's not that expensive. And they will get these beans to you. I think it's like, I don't know. You can just check them out on their uh, Instagram, Esquipula's Coffee. Also, their other one is called Jacoba Farm, J-A-C-O-B-A Farm on Instagram. And the other one, oh, WTF Coffee. That's the other one. All three of those. If you go and just message that, <clears throat> you're going to get either Robert or Henry and just say, hey, I want some coffee. How do I do it? And they'll be like, oh, you know, tell them you heard it on the podcast. And boom, that would be amazing. Uh, and then I, I have to ask you guys, this is uh, this is the last week, I believe, to nominate for the Pitch Awards. So again, this is like, guys, this is like the last time I'm going to be begging for your guys' help. If you are listening to this and you have not yet done this yet, or you expect other people to do it, I need you to do it. I need everyone to like listen that's listening right now or watching. Go to www.thepitchkc.com slash best of 2019. Scroll down, hit like the arts and entertainment tab, little picture. Go down to best local podcast and just type in Neander Talk Podcast. It's that easy. And that's how I get nominated. Hopefully we get enough nominations. If you guys are all out there helping me out, that we get put on the ballot. And who knows? Maybe we can, uh, you don't know. You never know. Stranger things have happened. So that was a, uh, one of my longer intros, I think. Uh, I had a great time. It's going to show through this episode. You guys are really going to enjoy this one. Uh, something about Henry that we discovered after he drinks. He's from El Salvador. And then moved to Australia. And then, you know, like any other uh, accented person, the more they drink, the more it comes out. Uh, that was a fun little part. So, guys, enjoy this. Episode 56. Uh, thank you guys all for listening and viewing and uh, nominating. Because I know a lot of you have supported me and nominated. Thank you guys all for that. All right. 
enough chit chat, blah, blah, blah. Here's the episode. Welcome to the Inner Talk Podcast. We'll know topics off limits. Now here's your host, my daddy, and Roy the Soul. Thank you for coming to the podcast. Boom, Tell me where we're going. Are we going in three, two, one? Boom, Shalak, boom. Here we go. We got Henry and Robert. What's up, guys? What's How's up, man? On? How you doing? These guys came to party. They just got Patron. Beer. Yes, sir. And we got shots poured. Just to let you guys know, this is how this episode's going to go. I didn't think it was going to go like this. I thought, like, finally, I'm going to take a break from drinking on the podcast, and you guys we, brought. We wanted to. We wanted you to stick true to how you do things, man. That's, I, if that's how. If that's how I'm perceived as I do things, I'm all right with that. <laughs> it's Sunday fun day. Sunday fun day. I came to party. You guys came to party. Let's do it. Shots, guys. Shots. Shots. First of all, thank you for being here. Absolutely. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Thank you for being here. Thank you, El Patron, or, or just Patron. El, El, I like El Patron. <laughs> Huh. That's the first time I've ever had it. That's what the... Uh, okay, I get it. It's pretty smooth. Now, I get it. If it's chilled, and this is not chilled, but typically when I have it chilled, it goes down like silk. Right now you felt the burn. There is a uh, there is an afterburn. There is. I'm getting it right now. Yeah. When it's there's chilled, a burn. It, it, there's, there's no burn. It just kind of... A little bit of heat. I, I understand it, though. It is... <clears throat> Like with anything else, the higher quality something is, the more you can tell. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say they don't like tequila because they usually just are drinking well tequila, like shitty. Yeah. Even $25 bottle Jose tequila. Cuervo. Yeah. Jose Cuervo, where they think it's good. And it's not. It's and not. And then I had a friend that went to Mexico and brought back some mezcal. Mm-hmm. And it was like pretty good stuff. Mm-hmm. Like expensive, and yeah. I couldn't like that stuff. You can just straight drink, yeah. just straight, and yeah. it's like, oh wow, there's no burn. It's smooth. It's like what? It's a completely different thing. This is almost there. When it's chilled, I can say I can know. see. I can see how this is. This is like middle. Mm-hmm. Like this is way better than normal tequila, mm-hmm. but not quite as good as like the top shelf, like that upper upper echelon stuff. But that's like I think that's probably a good price point. Yeah. I like it. That's smooth. I would drink that. I, I would say anyway you turn up with a bottle <clears throat> of Patron, you're welcomed. <laughs> yes. Yeah, nobody's gonna turn it away. No. That's for sure. And I don't and I think it would be uh, I don't know. Not really a crime. That's a pretty serious word to use, but you shouldn't be mixing that. That's a good just straight drinker, right? Maybe a mix. It's it's not interesting. a margarita. It's interesting, you know the, the the maybe a little lime. Ooh, no cheap. You gotta use cheap tequila for a margarita. Right. Yeah. But but wouldn't your margarita just be better if you use better tequila? I don't know. See, that's my mentality. Really? You you you. <clears throat> I I want to enjoy quality across the board. Right. I don't want, so so if it means that when I if I'm trying to go for a margarita, I might as well go for a margarita with good tequila. Sure. But I get a top shelf whiskey, and I'm not mixing that with Coke. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I but I wouldn't go to the bottom. That's what I'm saying. You gotta yeah. find your middle ground, and there's yeah, gotta yeah. be something that you're willing to sacrifice. I say Jose's a good margarita tequila. Yeah, 
Because I mean, you're you're masking the the badness with the sweet and sour. I don't know. Some Jose I don't know, Cuervo <clears throat> and some bucket margarita mix. You've got a good day going on, I think. You know, you just sit there and pour it in all day. See, the I just don't do works. margarita, so I'm, I am Me talking neither. out of context. Here, like. I'm not a big margarita guy. I'll throw some down, but ooh, I like what we did. Ooh. Tequila Sunrise. I now, do not that like I do enjoy. The salt on the rim, I, I can't stand that. How about sugar? No. I no, get up on that mic, Robert. You got to be up on that bad boy. I don't want, want anything want on that. Uh, pull it up, pull up. I don't. I don't want anything on the uh, yeah, on the rim. Yeah. I want the bite of the. Get liquor. about a fist, fist. Put I that, want the bite. Put of the that liquor. fist right up to it and get about that I far want that away. Bite of that like liquor. that. There you go. Is that better? That's great. Oh, great, yeah. good. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Great. Right. <clears throat> great, great. Great. Sorry about that. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so uh, you know, you, you talk about the quality. And, and it's interesting that you can find that same difference on all things we buy. And and one of the things we're doing oh, yeah. here is the coffee. Yeah, let's introduce yeah. kind of who you guys are before we start partying too hard. Um, I I reached out to you guys oh a few months ago. I saw you guys something to do with coffee, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, where can I buy your beans? Mm-hmm. And then right. you said, oh, we're not selling that individually yet, or don't have a store yet. Correct. And then you kind of you. I don't know. You can take it from there. Kind of tell me what you guys do. You brought me a package of beans. We did. A while ago. And we I were saving them. We were kind of in the beginning of just trying to start hyping it and promoting it a little bit. Um, but it actually does come straight from Guatemala. <clears throat> this is specifically sourced. Uh, we have, what, seven farms. Mm-hmm. Um, so, who you, so, but, so you guys are... A coffee bean company, yeah. It's a it's a co-op. It's a co-op. A okay. co-op. Okay, what does a co-op? We mean? are a co-op. What's a co-op right. mean? So a co-op is is essentially a group of uh, farms that have come together to try and sell also their own product. Okay. Directly to the consumer. Okay. Okay, and that's uh, where that's in 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 a nutshell what we are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, however, what we're trying to do is to deal primarily with specialty coffee mm-hmm. okay and that's a big topic specialty coffee matter of fact it's so big that um, it's going to sound absurd but it's still being defined because it's about specialty uh, practices throughout every portion of the process from the moment that they plant how they plant then how it grows to essentially how you get your cup wow and there's a rating system so Anything 90 and above rated is rated a special. Rating what? Rating what? So it's essentially like they're grading the coffee, okay? They're the grading the bean. So if your bean is graded above 90, then it's considered a specialty coffee. Anything below 90 and it's a mid-grade coffee. It's actually 80. 80. No, it's is it nine? It's ninety, right? It's eighty. Is it eighty? Eighty is the is the benchmark. 80 you're right. And above you're right. I'm sorry. You're specialty. right. I misspoke. Okay, and these ones we're talking about right now, eighty four, eighty six, um, grading. Who rates it? Like, how do you how do you go about getting it rated? Byron said ninety three. Was it ninety three? Ninety three. Okay. Well, we're higher on that, so that's <clears throat> even better. Uh, as far as who does it. It starts with the um, standards set by the Specialty Coffee Association. Okay. Okay. So it's a it's a group that essentially sets those standards. And which, a cafe. And a cafe which works um, 
Anna Cafe. Anna Cafe mm. is <clears throat> the primary. Um, how can we explain it? They're, they're the specialty coffee association for Guatemala. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So okay. these are like so. Uh, so when they say your so your beans are ninety three. Ninety three would be correct. Out of, and that's again out of a hundred. And that's okay. before and that's before anybody starts to like roast them or anything. Yes, this okay. is telling you just from the get go. Okay, this is telling you, hey, this is a high end coffee. What's uh, so uh, you should end up with a high end product? Are there hundreds out there? Are there ninety nines? Are there hundreds? Like what's kind of like so what's the, like the pinnacle? Like if it's a scale of one to a hundred. I sent you an article like a couple of weeks ago. Is there such thing? The highest rated bean was being sold. I remember this. Yeah, what was the the price tag? It was like seventy dollars a cup of coffee, and this was being sold in California. Seventeen hundred dollars a pound, yes. something like that. Yeah, uh, for the you can't grade anything off California. They overpay for anything. <laughs> well, th- this bean is only it Shots was fired only available in <laughs> in such small quantities. It was the highest uh, graded bean ever uh, and most expensive bean ever ever sold and they purchased i think it was like three pounds of this coffee this coffee shop in california did and three pounds isn't going to go a very long way no i mean i guess maybe at that price it will but it was what seventeen hundred dollars a pound i mean don't quote me i mean specifically but it's pretty close to that so yeah you're gonna have to sell it you're selling it per cup you're gonna have to sell it pretty high so. so listen on the specialty end this should be costing a pound. Well, not exactly this, but a pound of this. I think it's going for six to eight dollars. Okay, as, as is. <clears throat> okay, before okay. it's roasted or anything. Yeah, that seems kind of expensive, right? Um, it's specialty though, meaning right. that every aspect of it was carefully, okay, meticulously guided to have these results. For oh wait, for one pound, Just or for pound. three quarters of a pound. No, no, for one pound. Oh, well, that's a good price. I'd so pay that. Six to eight dollars for a pound. However, you and lose a third. And then you get to roast it yourself. You lose a third okay. of the weight. Oh, okay. Okay. So you got to be aware of that. But yeah, again, you're going for quality. At this point, right. we're not talking about, I'm not, <clears throat> excuse me, we're not trying to introduce a product that resembles Mac Cafe coffee, Nest Cafe coffee. This is something that. For this quality, you have to go to the specialty roast. Well, this is what people who drink coffee are going to want this. It's yes. basically what you're saying. I mean, this isn't coffee for the people at work that like to use a Keurig or they use Folgers. This is this is coffee for people that like coffee. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Pour over French press. Yeah, I'm a French press guy. That's, the, that's every day. Yeah, that's, I don't even have a coffee maker in my house. My parents have asked me four times within the past two months if I want their Keurig. <laughs> it's a brand new nice Keurig. I'm mm-hmm. like, I no, I, I just gonna, I don't need it. I'm not nothing gonna use good it. Nothing good comes out of those. Nothing good, and you're just gonna <clears throat> like, it, like it's kind of the stupid thing about it is how much uh, waste. I'm not a big carbon footprint guy, mm-hmm. but that does kind of like you're throwing away those pods every single cup. Good point. It's just a big waste. Yeah. And it's being mailed to you, and it's being shipped in these big boxes. I don't know. It's just I don't need that on my conscience. I think it's a hassle. To have to sit there and make a cup of coffee individually, um, yeah. you know, every what well, takes me what ten minutes to drink a cup of coffee, if that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So every ten minutes, I'm having to get up, make another cup of coffee, 
and I can drink easily a pot, maybe two pots myself a day, oh, yeah. you know, every morning. So easy. I can spend 10 minutes, you know, uh, 10, 15 minutes making a French press, right. you know, making it, boiling the water, letting it sit for seven minutes, breaking the crest, letting it sit another three minutes. But then I have that whole pot to drink and it's a much richer cup of coffee than coming out of a Keurig. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was having this discover this conversation the other day, and we were talking about um, the Chimex automatic coffee pot. It's like a it's like a three hundred dollar machine, but it's a controlled drip the whole way. So it's like having an automated drip cup of coffee made for you, perfectly, you know, just perfectly, yeah. Which I, I don't quite understand that because that's essentially what a coffee maker is. <laughs> just standard coffee maker is a controlled drip. But this is. Dialed in. Dialed in, though. It's just not just dripping. It's a cuisine art. I'd have to see it. I, I have probably not quite it. as dialed in as probably that you would think. Look, in order to get a proper cup of coffee, you need to have number one, water, good water, like not just tap water. Okay, gotta have good water. Yeah, let's break this down. A, Will you tell us how to make a good French press? Oh no, I I couldn't. No, you couldn't. I couldn't. Okay, what, so, what can you do? What, what you're going to want to do to get a good French co- <laughs> press coffee. Like <laughs> Let me get Robert here. He, he can break down the French so, press. Okay, so get t- yourself how to make a perfect French press. Get yourself some distilled water. Distilled water. Get yourself a, a cheap tea kettle. All right. Pour that water into the tea kettle, set it on your stove, and bring it to a boil. Let it whistle. And then take that tea kettle off. Pour that hot water, that steaming, boiling hot water into the French press. Swirl it around. Get that French press nice and hot. Dump it out in the sink. By that time, that water's cooled down to the perfect temperature for brewing. So then you just take your coffee, dump it into the the French press, however much you're going to make. Really? And then pour (laughs) that steaming hot water over the top of it. Bring it up to the top and cover it and let it sit. I let it sit at least seven to eight minutes, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. And then what it does is it, it creates a crest on that top. Mm-hmm. And what you want to do is just take a spoon and just do this and, and break that crest and then let that coffee float to the bottom. So let it sit another couple, three minutes, and then plunge it down and pour her away. That's all you got to do. Okay. Hmm. Now, I wasn't paying attention to everything he said. Okay. But. Should always pay attention. <laughs> I, I, I want to just make sure that. Did he mention water temperature? He, he said boiling, it. which so, okay. but, but then he no, said, no, no, he, but, so, okay. but then he, he pours it out, right? It, you it, warm up the craft and then so pour it out. So once it comes to a boil and you pour it into the craft or the French press, swirl around, dump it out. It takes about thirty seconds for water to cool from boiling. Where are you dumping it out at? Back in just the back kettle? in your sink, you know. Just just dump a little into the because when you dump that steaming hot water into the French press uh-huh. and just kind of give it a good swirl and dump it out back into the sink. It just warms that whole glass. The glass, container up. It, exactly. Okay. And, and it takes boiling water about 30 seconds of sitting before it becomes the perfect temperature for brewing. It's not scolding hot at that point to the point where it's going to burn your coffee. It's just that perfect brewing temp. So by the time you kind of dump some water into that craft, give it a good swirl, dump it on the sink, and then pour some coffee into it, You've given that water about 30 seconds to rest. Huh. And you've got your craft, you know, nice and hot and all around. I like that idea. Yeah. What do you got to say there, Henry? So, I, you know, I was going with generalities. So I love that he got into it because, again, I don't do French press. Uh-huh. 
What um, do you do? Well, go ahead. Uh, my favorite is the pour over, just when, when they grab the kettle, okay, and it's usually a gooseneck kettle, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they 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 have to take in consideration again what he said that water temperature, but something that they take in consideration is also the uh, weight per ounce, liquid ounce, to determine how much uh, water they pour into. You know, the right ratio to get the right uh, flavor profile. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then they use a a Chemex usually, okay, which is uh, a flask. I'm not right. sure if you've seen. Okay, the flask. And they'll put like in high in. school, we used to have this in science class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. somewhat yeah. like that. Like exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And um, you know they'll put the cone-shaped um, filter, which is usually much thicker as well, which allows for that slow pour. Okay. okay. Then they 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 do a quick a paper pour. filter. Yes. Okay. They do a pour, and the stages to it. Okay, because the first pour is just to the filter to let it heat up, and they also heat up the flask. Okay. Okay. All that. It's, they, you try to bring everything to a temperature where you're not having this shock and change of temperature. Okay. okay. Um. Beyond that, it really comes down to them. Um, I drew a blank. Sorry, I drew a blank. Oh yeah, they they, they as they add more water, mm-hmm. they also are looking for the 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 smoke, um, the vapors to release some of that um, that that uh, aroma. Wow. Okay, and that's where they're looking for. There is what you've tasted last time: that fruitiness, right? The nuttiness. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had experiences where. As I go through that process of revealing those profiles, I, I've I've had like, what was it, Snickerdoodle flavor coming? Oh to yeah, my, Snickerdoodle. Yeah, flavor. It was like in coffee. That's it's, cool. It's not what I was going for, but right. you get as as you break down the flavors, you get into it anyway. Uh, it takes time, you know. It takes uh, them timing how long um, that pours for. I want to say you make this sound really complicated, and it really isn't. So, it and it is. scares like the <laughs> average consumer away. They're like, "Oh my, oh my God, this is, this is like science." You know, playing with beaker beakers it's and art and all, all this is it's scary. Isn't that a science? But but when you just break it's, it down very simply, it's it's not. And and it becomes a science when you just kind of just learn to adjust it to your own flavor profile. Cause everybody's going to taste Fair. coffee a little differently. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the, the essentiality of it is, is just to, to bring water to a boil and, and get good, good stilled water because it just, it tastes better. And it's the main function of the coffee itself. Bring that to a boil, heat your, your, you set your, your filter on top of your, your, your Chimex and just get that filter wet and put your coffee into that filter and then just pour that water evenly over the top of your coffee and it'll just slowly drip into your cup and that's huh. it. And then enjoy it. You might maybe let it sit for a minute and let it rest, you know, like you would a, a nice fine bottle of wine after you open it, you give it that second to rest and breathe. And then you, you, you smell the, the good flavors and right. then you, then you taste it, but that's all it really is. So, um, I think the average consumer gets really scared that, Oh my gosh, if, if, if I'm making this by hand, it, it's going to take me all day, and I'm, I'm going to make this terrible <laughs> pot I of did coffee. did make it sound like that. Yeah. Um, well, there's different ways to do it. Yeah. But it, it really is. It's a very simple thing to do, and then you just start figuring out, oh, well, I like a, a fuller cup of coffee, or I like a, a, a lighter cup of coffee, and maybe I'll adjust adding a little less or a little bit more coffee into it. You know, uh, Maybe I like a darker roast versus a lighter roast. Um, those kinds of things. And you just kind of learn that as you go, kind of like you would, you know, as a, a wine drinker or a wine right. connoisseur, you kind of learn, but I'd like, you know, 
white wines or I like a dark, rich Merlot, you know, right. and that bitter sure. aftertaste. So, yeah. I make mine, uh, like I said, I'm a French press guy. I grind my beans up and I put them in the carafe and then I heat my water up to 202 degrees and then I just slowly pour it in there and then I let it sit for about six minutes then slowly plunge it and psh. Mm-hmm. so that's how I do mine. I guess I'm off a little bit and use distilled water. That'll Heat. make a huge difference. Yeah. If, if this one takes See, away. I'm under the uh, kind of like, so I, I also make beer and the rule behind beer is if your water tastes good, your beer is going to taste good. Mm-hmm. Right. And the beer and the water here, it tastes good. So I just kind of just assume it's going to make my coffee taste good too, right? You can get water a, taste makes good coffee. You can get a good French press cup of coffee with tap water too. I mean, if you want to go, I'm going to go really distilled. High, Trust me, I'm going distilled. Now I'm going to I'm going to compare. I'll do the Pepsi challenge. We That's, want yeah, we want like the that. average person to take the time to make a good <clears throat> cup of coffee at home. But if you don't have any distilled water at home, just boil some water. I mean, it's 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 going to be a better cup of coffee than getting it out of your Mr. Coffee machine anytime. And it really isn't much more effort. Well, that's why I do it. It's not any more effort. And for the people out there that are just trying it, and if they are just trying the French press method for like the first time with some good beans, there's always the placebo effect. Right. They're going to tell themselves no matter what that it tastes good because they did all this hard work. And so it's just already programmed in yep. their brain that, of course, it tastes better. I did all of this extra work. Yeah. It's so, happened I mean, to me. Let me tri- you can, at the very least, you're at least going to trick yourself. Right. And that's the same thing as it being better. Tricking your, your brain doesn't know any different. Go, people go out there, get some good coffee, do it in a French press for the first time, and trick your brain into thinking it's better. Let me ask you something. Or it will though. be better. Uh, so usually, where do you where do you get your coffee from? Like if if you're buying, well, the coffee that you me do French press. I grow on my own. I got a couple of trees in the back. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. I uh, you know I tend to get whatever's kind of on sale that's decent. I'll get Starbucks. I'll get Pete's. I'll get the roastery. My favorite's the roastery around here. Is it really? The roastery is good. That's, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, just, I, mean, I, just, I, I just, I don't go to, I should, that, maybe that's something I need to work on is go to local people and buy their stuff. Go to the local coffee shop and get a, well, a Messenger roast- Cafe. I've gotten stuff from Messenger Cafe. They're good. The roastery's local though too. So. Roastery's local, but that, so that's usually what I'll, I'll he, splurge on because I'm at the grocery store already. I'm like, oh. I think he started it in his uh, basement. Yeah. Or his garage. Heaven Boulevard. Yeah. Same kind of story, right? Yeah. Kansas City. That's entrepreneur city. One day you guys are going to see me somewhere big. I'm like, <laughs> I started in my little basic garage. Right. Well, we That's hope to do the same. And you'll right? be right there next to me. You guys will be the official sponsors. Right. There you go. Love to do that. Yeah, right. Yeah. We actually want to. Let's cheers to that. Should we do another yeah, shot? Let's do I another one. To. I brought I, I brought ginger ale to make drinks, but fuck that. We can just do shots. I kind of want you one can have each, one, but one to sip on and one to shoot. Even, whatever, it's go. your world, baby. I'm just living in it. Now these Neanderthal walls. Oh yeah, this is how Neanderthal does it. Apparently, you know. I thought I was like, all right, I'm got the, I got the coffee guys coming in. It's gonna be a relaxing Sunday. I've been getting drunk and drinking on a lot of my podcast and episodes lately. I go, this one's just gonna be a nice, chill. Put some in that. No drinking one. 
my liver was going, we're taking a break. <laughs> and in comes the Patron. I'm like, hey, I'm not going to let you guys down. So the, the funny part, the funny part about that is that as I was driving here, I thought to myself, I wonder if he was hoping this would be more like a chill, let's have a coffee type of thing going on. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I'm just doing what I saw. Yeah, do you it. Know, I haven't drank all weekend, so I don't feel too bad about it. So I do have a confession. Ale? And uh, my my producer over here. Ginger ale? Yeah. Thank you. Miss California can attest to. I sent her a picture at 9 o'clock this morning of me drinking a beer. <laughs> 9 o'clock beer, eh? An IPA. The ooh IPA at nine. Was, uh, I, well, I had to take my CBD. Oh, there <laughs> and go. I'm out of coffee. There you go. Rough. So yeah. um, it's either it's either IPA or water, and right. I mean, I like a good IPA in the morning. <laughs> Put my CBD CBD in there, and boom! Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Let's do another shot Cheers. of this wonderful Patron L Patron. Cheers, producer. <laughs> yeah. So this is how square I, I pick was. up citrusy. Mm. We went and seen a Yesu. I don't know why. Friday. You do what now? It's it's somewhat citrusy, don't you think? I can see that. Like at first, when you first heard, mm-hmm. maybe that acidity. Uh, I'm being too much. I think uh, I like it. Mm. Patron is. I'm gonna put it as like a as a bite taste. I'm gonna put it somewhere between a vodka and a cheap whiskey. Where you, you get that slight little bite at the end, but it's watery going down like a vodka is. Yeah. 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 I like it. I enjoy it. That's where I would place it. I like your hat, Henry. Thank you. These are uh, good old Esquipulas. So that's the name. Is that what you got two names? <clears throat> Jacoba Farm and Esqualupa. So Esqualupa's Coffees. Esquipulas Coffees. Esquipulas is the cop. Okay. Did I say it? Escapulas. Escapulas. Escualupas is how I say it. Is that bad? Is that just because I'm super white? Yep. yep. Yeah. That's okay. You guys, you know what I mean, though. I'm yeah, white too. Absolutely. So. Escalupas. Escapulas. Well, Escapulas. There you go. Escapulas. Sorry, guys. Yeah. White it's as fuck over actually there. Actually, a You're city fine. in <laughs> Guatemala. Okay. Which is yeah, correct. And that church, that's our logo, is a is Escapulas Church. It's a very famous. Um, Catholic ca- uh, cathedral. Pope's been there a couple times. Guatemala. And then we also have Jacoba Farms um, label on there, w- which is the main farm and the co-op of seven different farms. And this black cat here is Jacoba Farms. So he's wearing our co-op brand of Escapulas, which mm-hmm. encompasses all seven farms. And then um, I was representing the supporting our main farm. Correct. So all seven of them produce um, what you have, your natural, your washed, and your honey. What you have there, I believe, is the washed. Which is rare, too, to find a source, an individual source, that can give you all three. All three what now? All all three. Why are there there three different kinds of? It's it's the drying process. Okay. There's three different types of drying processes, and one's just a natural dry were they just laid out in the sun or something or what? Right. And then one's cement a cement patio. Yep. And really? one's a wash to dry. Mm-hmm. And the other's a, a honey wash. Um a which honey is wash, a, which huh? is newer. Which is newer. So w- when these br- uh, coffee shops, cafes go around sourcing their coffee beans to find 
a washed coffee in Guatemala is one thing, but then they have to go source another locale source in Guatemala to get a natural uh, finish. I gotcha. And then they'd have to find a third one. But you one. guys hit the jackpot and we hit the guys all that three. do all three. Correct. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay. That's one of the big things about it, that we do all three. Uh, on top of doing all three, there's two different drying methods involved. Uh, as as I mentioned earlier, there's the uh, cement patio, mm-hmm. which is literally what it is. You lay it out. Well, they just pick the beans and put it on the patio? Mm-hmm. To dry. And you want them to dry completely and fully. Okay. okay. Uh, after that, they go through a process of trying to um, de-seed, I guess you could say. Okay. Or, or, or remove that dry pulp. Okay. Okay. But being the natural process, it ends up with a lot of the fruitiness. Mm-hmm. The fruitiness that's involved in 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 the um, the the coffee. These are funny looking. You they think don't, so? I don't know. They are. This is the honey. Look at it, and it's gonna look different. The bean itself is funny looking. Yeah, just the bean itself. I don't know. They're just they're just these hard little. I wish we had a robust bean to compare uh, it. To. You know what they're like? You know, they, they for the listeners or whatever. They're like corn nuts. They're like green corn nuts. You ever had corn nuts? Right. And when you roast mm. them, you can just You have eat never it. had corn nuts? Uh, I don't know. Do you if, know what they are? If the it, ones are it, It's like of. a corn chip. No, but no, it's, it's like a corn it's like a corn kernel. Right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. All the time. Yeah, yeah. I well, annoy people eating those because they're so Yeah, because they're so really freaking loud. And but for someone like me, I've got that uh uh misophonia. Where if anyone's chewing around me, I want <laughs> really? to just murder them. <laughs> uh, I think my it. wife oh. goes through the same thing. It's something that I can't help it. People, I, I, I don't understand how everybody doesn't have that. Like you, would you, you guys would be okay with me sitting over here eating with my mouth open? No, no, not that's, your that's mouth open. That's, that's people, over the top. But making noises, a whole bunch of noises, would that be all right? No, no, no. no. Does it drive you nuts. I'd rather yeah. have you have get food all over you than make a bunch of noises. There's yeah. some people that are cool. I wouldn't with say it. anything though because it's your place, right? You do. Well, you. I say we're out. In, I say we're out in a public. We're, we went out to uh, Perkins for uh, a couple of sandwiches. But you know, Perkins just, is kind of redneck, so you could be in there. You're just, missing. You're you're going dep- over my whole point here. <laughs> it depends how cool we were. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't say anything to you, but I would learn my lesson of maybe I shouldn't take this guy into public anymore. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Well, I'm not like that. But when someone just is loud eating, I cannot handle it. I just want to punch them through the wall. You know, I so can't help it. I can't help it. It's like this. It's I've, just this anger that builds up. Like it's immediate. My kid, my son, just turned six uh, two days ago, and lately I don't know what the hell's gotten into him, but he's just like mouth wide open, chomp. I'm like, I want to tell you, dude, what it is. you need to knock that <laughs> off. Now. Like I am like, I want to tell you what it is, and I'm totally making this up, but it's from my personal experience because I was wondering why people do these. Okay, now this is gonna sound weird, but uh, you know. Uh, as I watch a lot of like um, YouTube shows about um, native people cooking their native food and things like that, when you watch them eat, native to where? Uh, to their country. Oh, you know? Okay. Uh, let's say um, maybe India, some real India home cooking, mm-hmm. you know, back in the country type of stuff. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, likewise, if they go to uh, Indonesia, Singapore, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's a deep in. Okay. And when I see them eat their food, they're always smacking. Oh, yeah. Smacking, right? Yeah, and I yeah. was like, why do they do that? 
It's a form of respect, and it says the food is good or something. Is that what they're doing it for? No. Well, I don't know. I honestly don't know, but I tried. I was like, I'm going to start smacking my food when my wife's not around because she's the one that would probably hit me if I did. Right, right. Okay. So, and what I found interesting is that when I smack my food, the flavor is more intense. (laughs) And I can only guess it's because my mouth is, my tongue is like fully wide smacking, getting all over you know what i mean it's kind of like why we slurp coffee when we're cupping it yeah i wonder if it has something to do with the oxygen maybe you're getting extra oxygen in your mouth pulling that flavor gets more flavor you know that yeah they they say that about there's some uh asian culture where like soup and noodles you have to slurp it (laughs) and if you don't slurp it that's like you're you're offending the person who served it to you because apparently it's extra good when you're slurping so you go over there and they're all slurping it there's some places I just, yeah. So there's you, like how do you this feel thing. about slurping then? I don't like slurping any noise. I don't want you. I don't want you gulping that soda you're about to drink. I don't want you <laughs> chewing. I don't want gulping this. It's so every any noise that has to do with Anytime. eating or drinking. Watch this. It drives me. I don't know. I mean, like I, I'm cool with it. <clears throat> I'm fine with it. Like I'm cool, but after a while, it's like it just gets to me, and I'm like. You know like, what the worst I, is? I can't help it. It's, it's like there's something in my brain. I'm broken. I'm broken in my brain. <laughs> there is a real thing. It's called misophonia where you have this thing where when you hear that, it just angers you. Just bam. And, and it is. My sister has it too. Like all growing up, my parents make fun of me about it because they don't have it. They're cool with it. But all growing up, they'd be chewing their food loud and I'd give them this. <laughs> I'd just give them this death stare. And they all know what the stare means. That's it's awesome. just like, yeah. So now that now the you know we'll go out to eat and they'll just be like hey hey Ryan, <laughs> of course. I'm like even then when they're joking around, I'm like mother. Mm. <laughs> the the worst is I think, is going out to eat with somebody because, you're 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 forced to want to talk while you're. Let me eating. join you with one of these. And, ver- I, and I can't stand here. somebody that's talking to me with a mouthful of food. Like you can make the slurping noises, you know, do anything else. Just don't. Show me the food that's in your mouth. You know, it drives right. me insane. And then I feel like, like a Neanderthal, you know, with your show when I'm eating because I don't want to talk to you. I just want to inhale my food and I want to ignore you. It's not a social event to me. <laughs> eating food's not a social event. No, it's just a inhalement. You know, you know, like need a dog. to replenish. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Reminds you of uh, you know Thor the movie, uh, the first movie. No. Um, you've never watched Thor. I watched. I think I watched part two. Oh no! In the first, I'm one, not a big. Uh, I'm not a big Marvel comic right. book fella. I like Batman. Batman. But the other utility than that, belt is the. I'm a the normal best. fan of things. That's no. I'm, I'm the abnormal one. Everybody loves that stuff. I'm just. I don't get into it. Yeah. Oh, I'm not into it like that. But you know, I'm more into other things. I'm not one of those guys that can quote you movies. Okay. Those people, can you do that? I can quote some movies. Mm-hmm. I'm a Spaceballs guy. Can't Spaceballs is great. Give me some Caddyshack Snow all Burks. day. Oh, Caddyshack. Yeah. No. I don't even know what you're talking about right now. It's weird. You don't even know Caddyshack the movie? The reference really? right now? Oh, no. We got to do an 80s movie night. You got to watch. Caddyshack's one of the best movies ever. It's really good. And that was more racer. like the and nerd. I think it would hold up. It's like the nerds. Revenge of the Nerds. It's better than that. Really? Yeah. Hey, don't, don't what about Dream by the ones called Porky? Huh? Yeah, Porky. I know Porky's. Yeah. That's not good. I mean, it's it's classic, but it's not good. I remember that. It ones. doesn't hold up. Mm. 
I have nothing Caddyshack to holds to. up. Yeah, Caddyshack's pretty good. You know, I'm I'm weird. One of my favorite '80s movies is Rad Racer. What's well, that? It's a cycling show. Um, they're Rad Racer. I remember yeah, there was a you video have to game. Check it out. There was a video game in the '80s for Nintendo called Rad Racer. Is there? Uh huh. It was a was car. Like it was a car game. No, it was a car game, like a formula racing type game, like. But it was the first game in 3D. It had like uh, green and white, and then you had to wear uh, the, the goggles, the glasses. In the 80s? Like, Are you, is, this, is this the early 90s or the 80s? 80s. I'm going to pull it up on my phone right now. That, well, Nintendo didn't even come out till the beginning of the 90s, so... No, Nintendo was in the early 80s. No. Nintendo. Yeah, was Nintendo it? Nintendo was early 80s. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Was it really? Mm-hmm. I was... Was I, I was, just that young? Because I, I had like Nintendo second it came out. I thought it was like the beginning of the 90s. I'm going to ask Siri. When did the NES come out? system was published October 18th 1985 oh wow I guess I didn't get it when it came out I was born 84 Nintendo sorry I'm still the video game rad racer for NES here's what I found uh 1987 rad racer look up what year did uh Rad Racing come out. Here it is. Yeah, yes, here it is. Here it is. Uh, this is such thrilling. Oh wow! So okay, you guys this see is that? Sports car I racing. remember that. You remember that? I do remember that. And then they would have a screen yeah. where we go like all in red. I remember And it would be this. squiggly, and you would put your 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 uh, 3D goggles on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was this on the Game Gear too, or was there? There was a. No, I think this game is, is look at that. Look at that. Old, that brings me back. That sound. That takes me back. My brother was so good at that game. My younger brother. Did you ever actually play it like with a steering wheel? I don't think they had that back then yet. No. um, No. They had the power glove. I had the power glove, but I don't think you could even use... I don't think you could steer on that with the power glove. Not back then, but like... I never had the power glove. Not many people did. It wasn't worth it. It was basically the controller glued to your arm. Did you ever get the Sega CD? Yeah, uh, yeah, I messed with it. It wasn't that great. It wasn't? Nah. I had the Sega, but then I switched to Super Nintendo because... Super Nintendo Sega Genesis. When I was dead broke, man, I couldn't, couldn't picture, picture this. this. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, I didn't do I don't much. know who sung that. But what? No, I don't. That's Biggie. Is it? Yeah, mm-hmm. Biggie Smalls. I wasn't into that when I was a kid. I'm a country guy. Country guy, oh, he really is. I can't do no country. And and punk rock, you know. Yeah, I mean, Three Eleven's you know, one of my favorites. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Three Eleven is my favorite. No, yeah, here's some stuff. They're coming to town ones. soon. Yeah, they are. They always are, though. They're always here. <laughs> we can't. We, I can't go on another Three Eleven talk. I had one a few episodes ago. Over the first twenty minutes of the episode was all Three Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go down that road. I'm going to cut this off right now on the Three Eleven talk because right. I will get sucked up into that. I don't know enough about them. They're just from my home. But I know I do. I've I've heard so. their music. It's like everything else. I don't tend to keep it in my memory for very long. Like just doesn't. You don't. You're nothing registers up there for very long. It's like buckets later and you're done. Done. Yeah. How'd you guys get involved in the coffee game? Like what sparked you guys to be like, 
I'm gonna go it was my get buddy. beans from Guatemala. No, no, no. And it was, start it selling was, it. Like, it was, how does this start? It was our body from from Guatemala. He Where was are you here guys from? US. Or you you said you're from Omaha? I'm from Omaha originally. Uh, I moved down here. Uh, I, I, we're we're both in the insurance business. Okay. Uh, you know, professionally, but um, yeah. So I moved down here to get closer to my family. I went to how long have you been divorced? Four years now, three, four years. Oh, now? you've only four been years. down in Kansas City for a few years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. great, Henry. You? I've been here for about twelve years now. Nice. Yeah, and I'm originally from El Salvador, and then I was raised in Australia, and then came here. Huh. Yeah. Weird. It is. How long were you in El Salvador? Till I was ten. And then to Australia. Till I was twenty-six. Where's El Salvador? I'm an idiot. El Salvador is okay. Central America. Central America, uh, Guadal like. Mexico, Guatemala, right. Belize, El Salvador is just okay. It's tiny. Why did you go to Australia? Um, man, there was a war. Where in Guatemala, <laughs> in El Salvador, or El Salvador? Yeah, okay. there was a war. There a was war a, or a wall? No, nah, a war. war. Okay, <laughs> a war. What kind of war? Um, it was basically a civil war, you could say. You know, like the, a drug. The, the, was it a drug the, war or just no? Like the people versus the, the people? government, really? yeah, type of thing. Did uh, do you guys have weapons? I mean, they yeah, it was all out. I remember really? seeing like helicopters shooting. Are you missiles me? into Wow. Me. Yeah, no, I remember seeing that as a child, man. Holy like, cow! Bullets ricocheting off wall. Really? And I was not in the bad area. I want you to know that that's what's crazy about it. Really, that I was in what was a private street, you know, but where I was. You could see the uh, volcano. I mean, there's twenty some volcanoes in El Salvador, I believe. Uh huh. But um, yeah, and uh, because the guerrillas, being the people, uh huh, you know, they were there, um, hiding, um, and the government was trying to get them out. But yeah, they'd be with helicopters just shooting missiles, man. And it doesn't matter what side. Is there even a side that you're on? Some or are there just no, people no, that aren't? Not for not for my family. Right. Oh man, was just you know. I mean, he. You know, just regular Joe. Wow. Most people were regular Joe. Right. And that's in that isn't it with everything? Very few people really take sides. Was it extremists again? Extremists, or were, were a lot of people on the people's side? Like, how did that? I, was I, too, I guess too, I don't know. Too I, young to know. <clears throat> okay. But I can tell you that there's a lot of corruption. Sure. In those governments <clears throat> right now, actually, El Salvador just went through a a new. Um, uh, presidency is the first time they've chosen like a real young millennial that's oh really way different to everybody wow else. it's not even they stepped outside the standard say republican and democrat we have always been from uh -huh. here in the u.s okay it's the first time ever that's ever been broken oh wow that would be huge it's holy huge. cow that's pretty huge. excited the guy's very forward thinking so there's a war going on in salvador when you're, when you're 10 and then your parents said, we got to get the hell out of here or, or um, what? How, yeah. How, so my like, mom applied for a, a political asylum, it's called. In Australia? Um, no, to like Australia, Switzerland, um, Canada. Just why, why, these, why is these places specifically? I, uh, because they're the ones that tend to offer. Okay. Uh, because, you know, they're small populations. How did your mom countries. know that? How did you, How does somebody know that back then? This was before the internet. I don't know, honestly. This, this was I this was a long. Just, how do you know? You figure out. You figure out. Like I don't know. I imagine it's like you know, uh, she must have known somebody. I want to say she knew somebody okay. that told her about. Sure, it. there's probably and a network. Going yeah, on. wow. And then she started following up on it. Thing is that uh, Canada said no, which I'm always like. Well, they're racist up there. Everybody Canucks. knows that. Stinking. 
Canadians, yeah. Canucks. Like, this is whatever. all white people. You won't find a colored person of any any kind of color up there. I asked her. This I is said, all white people. Well, the flannel hunting moose. They do have like a. They're just really nice. They do have a big just Muslim pos, uh, population going on up there. Right I'm now. just I, look. I had shots fired on California. I'm going after Canada now. I'm just right. I <laughs> asked her. Hey, I asked her. I said, I'm just kidding. Canada. Why, why didn't Kenny, you apply though? to the U.S.? I love that show. Why yeah. didn't you apply to the U.S.? Oh, she didn't even apply no. to the U.S. She's okay. like, I didn't want you to grow up to be gang members. It's like, wow, what a profile of country. Wow. Right? From the get-go. What kind of uh, information was she getting to think that? Okay, so. <laughs> well, this is so back she, when we like, shoot each other over that, starter jackets. When would this have been? Uh, <laughs> uh, seven, late 90s. 70s? 90s? How old are you? Um, 39. So 1990s when I left. So 10, this would have been 1990. Yeah, yeah. So late 80s. So she would have been growing up in the... I can see... I mean, she would have been... I don't want you being... In the 80s, there was a lot of, like, uh, gang propaganda. So it was the 90s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but she probably would have been influenced because if you moved right when the 90s, right at 90, she was being influenced by the 80s, which was the crack epidemic. Right. Uh, All that stuff was going on, and it was just being... Prop, that was a lot of propaganda. So of course she thought there was going to be gangs yeah. all over America. That's crazy. Yep. Then that's it. So Australia said, "Hey, we'll take. We love El Salvadorians." Australia was like, "You got three young boys. We need youth. Do it." So we're at in Australia, Perth, West okay. Coast. West Coast. Mm-hmm. What was that like? Wow. What I mean, that's a completely different. That's a whole nother world. It was a shocker. Was it beautiful? Like oh yeah, like here Still I, was is. it like was it no? I mean beautiful to you? Were you like, did you accept it? Be like this is amazing. I just hit no. the lotto. Or were you like I didn't want to leave home. I thought my mom was tricking me and was paying people to fake speak English around me, and that everything was just like a scenery. Yeah, I had a really? fucked up way to deal with it. I, I didn't know what was going on. Even when you took like a fifteen hour plane ride or whatever it was. Yeah. Well, because once I got there, it was more like, I can't believe I'm here. Am I really here? Uh-huh. And sometimes, you know, you're hearing English, but you don't know the language. Do you did remember you... those feelings? Yeah. Yeah. El Salvador, what do you guys speak there? Spanish. But did you speak English too? No, I took English so why were classes. You... Okay, but you know, why were you surprised everyone speaking English? Oh, because you only spoke El Salvador. Or, I mean... Spanish. No. Spanish, <laughs> El Salvador. Well, no, no, I knew they spoke English. But every now and then, in my mind, I thought I would hear someone say a Spanish word. Okay. And I thought, oh, they're faking it. <laughs> that's and so funny. Kid, wow. You know? He's trying to deal with what's going on. Right. That's a huge. That's that's. Think about it. I mean, you're an adult now, and we can look at it like, oh, it was no big deal. It's like, no, I was. But to a ten-year-old to get uprooted from, mm-hmm. is it fair to say El Salvador is a third-world country? Yeah, Especially at that I, time I, with a, with that kind of war going on to to get so. ripped from a third world country Without to go to I think we're coming out of it but we're still there a very westernized white they use the American dollar as their currency white I predominantly culture now yeah. like a completely different culture I don't know much yeah. about Australians I know they're a little different yeah fairly you got kind of does he have kind of an Australian accent he does Come, it comes and goes when I start. You hear that shit Can now? Can you hear it? I've heard it since the beginning. At first, I, 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 he's had an accent since the beginning. 
But now it's I I just thought it was kind of uh, <laughs> what what did you Spanish type? But now it's like real kind of. What did you message me earlier <laughs> for lunch? This is fascinating. For sandwich. Sanga. Sanga for he was talking about Sanga for uh, for sandwich, and I I just my mind went automatically to uh, herbal supplements, you know, and uh, I said no, I'm I'm good, and he goes no no that's Aussie for sandwich, and I'm like okay Sanger. Sanger. Okay, I like it. S A N G A. Sanger. So from 10 to when? 26. Wow. When I came here. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What? That's interesting. Are you an El Salvadorian or are you an Australian? So for the longest time, I had an identity crisis right, of course. because of it. Right. You know, especially then you come here. And now you, yeah. And I've been here almost as long as I was in Australia, definitely longer than I was in El Salvador. 12, 24. Yeah, you've almost so, gone a third, a third, and a third. By numbers, I'm more You're American, American than, than Salvadorian. Else, yes. But still more Australian than anything else because it's actually 10, 16. Right, you're, you're real big years, your years of puberty. Yeah. Right? Let's, I, let's not beat I around the bush. in Australia. Pun intended. <laughs> 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 no, but seriously, it's, uh, you know, how do I see myself? Honestly, um, I embrace every, all of it. It's come to that point. I, I don't care about, you know, I was here, I was there. Now it's like, it's, it's all part of me. So it's, it's what you get. Wow. Yeah. And you're just a Midwestern boring Omaha dude. Sorry. Yeah, I'm just He's backwoods though. <laughs> Born and That's raised. And, uh, oh yeah. Backwoods is pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm backwoods guys. <laughs> I, I grew up in Seward, Nebraska. Sewer, Nebraska. Yeah, Seward, Nebraska. Uh, oh my gosh! You, does <laughs> the, anybody the, stand a the chance? The Fourth of July there? capital. The Fourth of July capital, and uh, of Nebraska. Yeah, or yeah. Of, of the U.S. Love, supposedly. I know, supposedly. I, every small. I I lived in Bay City, Michigan. They yeah. claim to be the Fourth of July capital. Also, yeah, it's, a mean, it's, it's a bunch of Polacks. It's a bunch of Polacks that are lighting off shit and just getting drunk. Um, and then we moved to Omaha, and I. Uh, uh, went to high school in uh, Papillion there, and uh, I was a monarch. And What's a monarch? Uh, a butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> I played tennis, so I was a butterfly tennis player, and then went to college. Did you just give us your high school credentials on that? Yeah, I did, you know. I, I mean, why do Americans but do you that? Know what? I don't. You won't because he, he peaked in high school. But No, no. <laughs> Papillion is still one of the best cities in the country, I guess. And I'm going to peak We tonight. read this the other day. And... Um, then I went and uh, went to college at University of Nebraska and played tennis there. And uh, you played ten- tennis at University of Nebraska. Yeah, college yeah. tennis. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you were a legit tennis player. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I think so, uh, some, uh, one for a country life. boy. How does a country boy get into tennis? Uh, that's well, weird. Does a country golf, boy end up being like art minded? I wasn't like on a farm, but you know, I. I we're a small Grew town, up. right? Yeah, I mean, we had a golf course and all kinds of stuff. You know, it was fun stuff. How did you get involved with tennis? Like, don't you have to kind of have money for tennis? Did you have money growing up? Uh, I come from a middle class family. Okay. You know, you know I spent my weekends, you know, at the lake <clears throat> camping and fishing. You know, and, right on. And uh, you know, I, I, I didn't grow up poor, but I wasn't rich either. Were you good you at know. tennis? I was good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Did I, you have any aspirations to, to like try to good go enough after? to mess my knees up and, but yeah. So you, did you have aspirations after college for tennis? No. No. no? How I, come? I I knew. Not well, that good. I wasn't that good. No. 
Yeah. Uh, I wasn't going to be the Tiger Woods of tennis. You know what I mean? Or, you just have to be the, you don't have to be Tiger Woods. You just have to be the guy that takes last cash. <laughs> right? No, I wasn't last cash. cash is some straight cash or, in the I PGA. I mean, the last golfer is banking, dude. I, I wasn't going to. Yeah, for uh, real. College tore my body up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't going to bail. How, how awesome was college? Was is there, I you know, I had a full ride scholarship for soccer in college, but it was just a JUCO. No big deal. Still. Uh, what was it like at a at a, a major school? Did you have access to chicks as a tennis player? You know, football players, baseball players, basketball, like the big the ones. Tennis guys, they've get got it. the hot, the hottest of the hotties. But there's still hot chicks in every every aspect yeah, yeah. of life. Yeah. So were there like tennis hotties that were kind of like in the group? Like, hey. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna Am say, I going to get you in trouble? I'm going to say this. <laughs> there, Wait, are you married? Are you taken? What's your I, deal right now? Well, I, I'm divorced and I'm in a pretty good relationship right now. But but she doesn't mind talking much if no, you talk about no, your past. I, no. So, Slinging the tennis there, I'm gonna, dick all I'm gonna over say that University of Nebraska. So I, had a, I, had a, I had a son. <laughs> Look at you, you corn young. husker. Uh, I, had, I had a son pretty young yeah. and I was in a committed relationship when I, through my college years. And you wasted him. I did waste them. You wasted but, them. But there was, uh, I'll say this, okay, so Nebraska Wesleyan is down the street. It's a Catholic school. So there was that. So I didn't mean to make I'm you blush. Say. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. That's Henry. Yeah. Go ahead, Henry. Did you play any sports in Australia? Did you get into any Australian rules football or anything? Or what's big over there growing up for, so a, for I, you guys? So I went to a, what's called an old rugby school. Really? Meaning that rugby is like uh, – you know, that's it. Comparable to fucking chemistry, <laughs> really. In regards to getting points, you know, for yeah. your goal, for your GPA, probably like a te- uh, Texas football, easy high school football easy. type of thing. Uh, we were state champ three years in a row. Did you play? Yes. What was your position? I was what they call a um, a scrum. Yeah, yeah. Part of the scrum. I forward. used to watch a lot of so it. So I was a forward. You know, so I was. I I, I think I would have been a hooker. How many states? So are I was there with a you know seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did a little boxing later on. Oh, yeah? When I was in my late, uh, early 20s. Boxing? Yeah. Tennis, boxing, soccer. We could put ourselves a badass little team together and take over. My daughter's The YMCA's all over Kansas the City. The YMCA's. <laughs> and I did some indoor soccer. Oh, well, indoor soccer's that. great. Yeah. He's good. Is, uh, young producer, is that CBD over there? I've got a little bit of flare, a little flaring in my... Pinky, let me go hit that, that CBD from uh, CBD American Shaman. If you guys saw my post, yeah, I love those guys. I interviewed with them. What do you mean? Uh, for a little bit, just to get a side gig, some side catch, some oh, to work free CBD. Yeah. Did you get hired, or uh, uh, they wanted to, but then I took another gig. You know, oh, so. okay. I get my dog CBD. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, uh, he's. Uh, I take it every day. Every I take it all day, every day. It's I've, great. I've yeah. got a nine-year-old. 180 pound Newfoundland at home, and he's got uh, holy shit. How much does that guy eat? He eats a lot all day, yeah. He eats all day. <laughs> I was like having a t- teenager, but he's got uh, he's <laughs> right? got arthritis now. And I, you know, I cook him some hamburger and I'll put some CBD oil into it, and it does him wonders. They actually make it specifically for dogs, too. Mm-hmm. It's great stuff, they do, they do. I think that American shaman, where do you get yours? Thing you say you go to Ameri- Missouri. It's, oh, it's uh, the shaman over in Missouri. It's just, it's the same stuff <laughs> you can get in Kansas, and it's the same price, but it, it's 
a higher dosage, I guess. I'm 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 not as hip as you guys are on that, but yeah, yeah, well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that guy, the American, the There's CBD American Shaman is great there. stuff. He's all over the place. Huge. I highly recommend him. He's huge. Yeah, I had the owner. He, I had the owner on the podcast. Did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. I know that he's working with um, the state Boulevard officials too. and a bunch of our different ones to oh, dude, change some stuff. The conversation I had with that guy after the podcast. Yeah? Yeah, I can't talk about it, but it's insane. Yeah, that's that, awesome. that guy knows people. Yeah. yeah that I mean, guy knows. He's, he's awesome. He's re- I, I, I've been thinking about inviting him back on. I need, in fact, I'm going to. Uh, how'd, you, how'd you link up with him? <laughs> Such a rant. Just this podcast is so funny. This is, I'm as independent as fuck. I do everything basically myself. Mm-hmm. I w- took my kids to a fair, uh, like the Lee Summit Fair, whatever it was, you know, just some town fair, right? Right. And I'm walking, and it's, we did a bunch of rides, we did some food. They're young, they're toddlers, basically. And it was like, I was, it was, all right, it's time to get them home. They're about to melt down. I can hurry up and get them home when everyone's in a good mood before they have full-on meltdown mode and make a scene. <laughs> if anybody has kids, they know yep. what that means. Uh, you know, there were five and two at the time. Uh, four and two, whatever. Uh, and I'm walking through this fair, and it's uh, these tents are set up uh, to sell different things. And I walk by, and this guy has a sign that says CBD American Shaman. And I was like, I like that name. Holy cow, that's really cool. I wish I had time to go and stop and talk to him. Mm-hmm. But to avert crisis with the children, I just beelined it straight to my car, but kept that name in my head. Uh, Googled them on Facebook or whatever and looked for looked for them, and I sent them a message. Hey, I really like your name. And I told them the whole story. Would you guys be ha- Would you like to be on my podcast? Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'll talk to Vince. And uh, like the guy that runs their Facebook was like, yeah, let me talk to Vince. I'll get it set up. We'd love to do that. Nice. I'm thinking it was just this small one store, two. two I thought he had three stores because I talked to him on the phone at the very first. I was like, oh, yeah, we're opening up a, a store over here. Blah, blah, blah. We're, I'm super busy, but I want to do the podcast. I was like, all right, well, let's set up a date. We set up a date. And like I said, I'm thinking it's just a dude that has three CBD shops. He comes on the podcast. This dude's got shops all over the country. Over. He's like one of the biggest CBD players in the game yes. in the country. Yeah, you're right. He I really had no is. idea. He really is. Like he is like if you if anyone's going to get their CBD, you need to get it from him. Especially listen to the podcast that he was on. His story is inspiring. It's 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 touching. Like he's in this for the right reasons. He's not a business dude looking to make a quick buck looking to capitalize on CBD. He's like, he started it just to help his uncle out. His uncle got like super, like stage four cancer. And he was just looking for it to help him out. And this was like a last ditch effort. Wow. Check that episode out, guys. Whoever's listening or watching this, it's uh, Vince CBD expert Sanders is the name of the episode. It was like episode, it was one of my first episodes of the podcast. Are you serious? Wow. I think it was like episode six. You need to have him back. I know. It was like episode six. You need to have him back. I'm going to. That was a while back. Yeah. It's one of, it's a highly listened to, listened to and watched Mm -hmm. podcast. When I check my analytics, that one, people always listen to that and are always checking that one out. Yeah, I need to get him on. 
Yeah, that's a pretty big deal. Getting back and be like, because now he's even grown. I've sent him so much. And what's cool is I've given him a lot of business. Oh, really? I don't know. I don't think he knows that because there wasn't any kind of promo code or anything. But so many people have told me, dude, I've been using CBD American Shaman, blah, blah, blah. It's so great. Like, And people come up and tell me. They're like they they check his stuff out because of it. It's pretty cool. They have some proprietary nanotechnology. Yeah, that that they use, which is part of why also they're so good at what they do. Mm-hmm. This information I got from the interviewer, you know. Yeah. When I interviewed with them, but pretty exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. He's grown so much since that episode. I mean, do you think he could even get him back on here? Yeah. I'm curious. I think so. I think he could. I think so. Yeah. He likes to. He I mean, like, you've grown a lot too, obviously, since your first one. I'm not downplaying that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, but the I, whole I, like industry said, is ex, you know, it has, has exploded. Yeah. I had an interesting, like, like I said, I had an interesting talk with him after the podcast and the mics were off. Is, is, I think I could get him back on again. Is CBD the next like Silicon Valley type explosion? Internet, I, I, yeah. Uh, the it's internet bubble boom. type thing. Yeah. It is a big boom. The tech bubble type yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. It's huge. CBD is is, is taking over. I mean, it's, you see it in everything. It's like the cure all. Right There's now. all these big. Uh, you, you notice these like big little blurps in history. Like we had the tech bubble. But not, I mean, that was huge. That was the nineties. That was the time. internet is is something that reshaped history. I mean, that is the biggest the biggest invention in the history of mankind, in my opinion. It doesn't get any bigger than that. I mean, we all but carry small then, little computers now. We know? all carry the world's information in our pocket. We do. But then you, we've also had these because of that. We've had these other big booms, like the craft. Like we were talking about craft beer, the craft beer boom. Yeah. There was a big, there was an, and, and inside of that was an yeah. IPA boom. Yeah, absolutely. It's amazing how boom. all these booms create these other booms. Yeah. And then here you guys are catching on to this coffee boom. Yeah. I think, I think the coffee, wave? coffee gets these little booms. And I think there's a big one coming with kind of the, the technical way of brewing you were talking about, mm-hmm. Henry. People are interested in that. I don't think a lot, I think you think a lot of people are afraid of that. I think this day and age, the people downtown that are living in the river market of Kansas City or like the hip places to live in any mm-hmm. city in America, North Kansas they're City, looking yeah. to do fun little things like that. Yeah. I want to have a coffee party. I want to get Escalupe's Escapula's, <laughs> Escapula's coffee Escapulas. and I'm going to roast it myself because yeah. I'm having people over next weekend. I'm going to roast it myself and I got my little Pyrex yeah. set and I'm going to do 100%. a slow drip in front of them. People are into that shit. They are. I told that you. little niche stuff like that. If experience. You can, yeah. Experiences is huge. It is. It's and like, that starts at a... Keep saying to him. Experiences is funny. <clears throat> These little board game cafes keep popping up again. Yeah, I, I think there is a really big market for that kind of little thing. Experiences is funny. Like I said, my son just turned six the other day. And I was kind of discussing with him, what do you want for your uh, for your birthday? You can mm-hmm. either kind of have like an experience gift or like a hard physical gift. And he was like, oh, I want I want to go to like a I want to go ride roller coasters with grandpa and grandma. But then I want you to get me like some squirt guns or a butterfly net or something like. So he understands like he's just turned six and all and experiences are a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's part of being the the human journey 
is experiencing things. I agree 100%. And, and, and doing yeah. that coffee is an experience. And, and people are embarking on this this coffee experience. There is a little bit of a boom in like the hipster culture. Mm-hmm. And the it's little, not just that. It's like you know? going back to what you said earlier. It's the whole art of doing it yourself. It, the do-it-yourself experience has blown up. You know, you, you th- th- that's again the, the internet, probably YouTube. That's the Pinterest, yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. Pinterest, uh, huge. Yes. Yes. I mean, so there's all these just how to do things yourself. Bitches tutorials. love Pinterest. Yeah. Bitches love them some self and Pinterest. You know, and there's a <laughs> there's a lot of good things for guys on there too. You know, for how to build this and that, and you know, it's like just like the small YouTube search. You know, mm-hmm. and it all leads you back to YouTube, which YouTube is very much. A lot of guys, mostly guys on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, in fact, if you're on YouTube, Neanderthal Podcast is available mm-hmm. on YouTube, everybody. Go ahead and hit that up. Shameless plug. It. Shameless Go plug. But there's a, a how to do it on YouTube for everything. So whether it's it's a part goes out, you know, uh, your oil pump goes out in your, your truck, you know, a guy's on there showing you how to replace yeah. the oil pump on oh, your specific truck or Jeep or whatever. Uh, I mean, for anything, there's how to do it. I mean, and, and like I said, mostly guys are on YouTube looking up how to, you know, how to do this myself. I know? changed my serpentine belt because of YouTube. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did that once. It was not. And it's not as hard as you think. Well, it's not something I want to do again. But you're, sure, you have a beer and you're, you're chilling out. Maybe even have a couple of friends over to help you, you know, do the, the, the brakes on your vehicle, you know, and you just Kick buy, buy a case least. of beer right, right. and. Make a Saturday afternoon out of it, you know. Yeah. So, or bring some Patron over to a dude that's got a couple microphones in front of a table yeah, and right. make a Sunday out of it, right? Or or make a pour of a cup of coffee at home on a. Which I thought about, and I wish now that I had, that we had just brought up that setup to give you a pour over experience. I've never had the pour over experience. I do need to try that one day. Why do you giggle over there? She giggles. She did giggle. She's experience. probably giggling at something else. What are you giggling at over there? Miss California. Huh? Nothing. Something. <laughs> I was going to say, that's what she said. That's what she the said. Pour the pour-over experience. That's what she said. Nice. Why, this, that, now you see why she's as part of Neanderthal yeah. podcast. She's a freak. Yeah. Listen to a pour-over Nasty experience. Guy. Unbelievable. We are not going to mention this chick's name. But let me tell you. So, and it's a thing. you know. What I was trying to get at before, and I got really caught up in it, is that when you regardless of how you make your coffee right when you do it there's stages to it and 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 the aroma profile and the taste profile will change through these stages and each one of those is an experience Mm -hmm. because you're comparing the same product to different um aspects of itself as it evolves you know uh when it's when you first pour it it's really hot it smells different. It tastes different. Mm-hmm. Let it cool down a little. Right at its peak, it's going to taste amazing. Yeah. And it's going to smell amazing. I, yeah. I would recommend to anybody listening to go do a, a, a cupping. You know, there's a lot of free cupping That sounds like you would don't want to Google that. And, uh, <laughs> do not Google cupping. But it goes back to what Henry was saying. There's so many different stages to your coffee, and you'll get to – Learn to recognize that. Just like if you go to a winery and, you know, you, you walk through or a brewing, you know, a go tour boulevard. Right. You know, sure. there, you learn all the different things about brewing beer or making wine or whatever. 
uh, coffee is the same exact experience. So there, there's just so many different stages to it. And even just the art of making a cup of coffee, it, it gives you that appreciation for it. Coffee's beautiful. It really is. And you got to enjoy Look, you can't dismiss those that mix their coffee with uh, milk and sugar in some way or form, you know? Oh, I don't disparage anybody yeah. for how they intake their coffee. Yeah. I know. prefer mine black. But if there's a dark roast that might have been slightly burnt, I'm going to throw some cream and sugar in there. Absolutely. Why got not? to. It's the only way to do I'm it. I'm not going to overpower it, but just a little bit to kind of cut that burnt popcorn taste if you will yeah. that's what it is i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it that's a good way to describe it some people just like that taste too just it is there is some, it, taste too. there is uh so these people had a commercial on the super bowl they won they won an ad on the super bowl i don't know there was like some contest for a small business that they would win one ad on the super bowl mm, and this nice. place and this place won it and uh Somewhere in California, it was called Death Wish Coffee. Okay. It was a small Death little Wish. coffee roastery. Right. And they uh, declared that their coffee is the most powerful coffee in the world. Like caffeine-wise? <clears throat> I powerful. think it's up to subjective opinion. Yeah. What a, what a, what yeah. A, My coffee bu- in general is very subjective, isn't it? It is. But th- this was just, this is the strongest coffee in the world. Um, so my buddy at work bought some and he had me make it cause we had just bought some other stuff. So I told you guys before we talked, before we started the podcast up, I was talking about the Rogan episode. Rogan had a coffee expert on Joe Rogan had a coffee expert mm-hmm. on. I told you guys to check that episode out. Yes. On that episode, he brought some coffee for Joe and he said, this is one of my favorites. It's from, uh, San Francisco coffee company or something like that. I can't remember what it was. But the it was Yergish Chefe, Ethiopian coffee, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he was raving about it. Uh, I went, I bought some from the exact same. I bought the exact same coffee they drank on the show from the exact same roaster. I okay. went to the the San Francisco Roasting Company, whatever it was, and got the Yergish Chefe. Okay, and it was phenomenal. It really was amazing. It was like twenty bucks for three quarters of a pound of 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 beans. Wow, not too wow. bad, right? That's expensive. Okay. I think so. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of from there a little bit. Yeah. But that's good. I mean, you know, you, you get I'm what sure you pay for. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it was really, really good. And then after, and I shared it with a bunch of coworkers and then my buddy bought the death wish cause it's the strongest coffee in the world or whatever and had me make it and I made it, I brought it to work and it was awful. It was one of the most disgusting things we had ever put in our mouths. What? It was seriously like taking microwave popcorn and, and burning the living shit out of it. That happens. We've and all done that. We've done that. <laughs> and that's what it was. That's what it tasted like. And my buddy was pissed off enough that he wrote them and said, "What is this? This is horrible. This is undrinkable. <laughs> Nobody likes this. it. Tastes like burnt popcorn." It's like they said, "Oh, we understand. Some people don't like uh, the taste of our coffee. It's an acquired taste. We'd be happy to uh, let you try another bag if you'd like." He's like, "I don't so- want any of your stuff. This is how it is." That's what they were going for, for the strongest coffee then? Yep. So just I guess like they the just burnt. burnt the living crap out of their coffee and just say it's super, super strong. I wow. imagine you have to put half a cup, half milk, and like I 10 said, things of sugar in it. I don't know. We've we've done the whole burning coffee, yeah, which, by have. the way, I'm glad you did not yeah. toast these yourself. 
You guys want to take a, a, a quick break real quick? Anybody got to use the little boys' room? I'll take a break. Yeah. Let's take a okay. hit stop streaming real quick, young Miss. And we're back from our short little break. How long of a break was that? It's always longer than I expect. I'm going to say 15 minutes. 15, 20 minutes. 15, 20 minutes. That's, yeah. that's probably a good guesstimate. And you pointed out that there is this uh, strange music shot glass filled with a... Uh, strange music. Hell yes. El Patron. Yes. The I call it El Patron now, just so everybody that's knows. That's the restaurant. El Patron it sounds like a drug dealer to me. That's why I say it. I'm, like, you guys are... I'm going to get really... I'm fucked up, and this is really going to put me over the edge. I'm going to bed in about two hours from now. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I'm kind of scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. Should I do this? It's first time. Well, it's the first time he says tequila ever or Patron tequila. Patron. Okay. It's a little burn. I don't think <coughs> I've, uh, out of the podcast I've watched. Your are a little bit more woke. I don't think I've heard him say he's been over the top before. Yeah, you've been pretty smashed in this podcast before. I get smashed in this podcast. <laughs> so oh, the Kansas City podcast. Right. Yeah, yeah Kansas City episode. I got wrecked. <laughs> uh, the one with Shevin <clears throat> I got wrecked What else What else <laughs> She laughs over there What else What have I else uh, I don't know I get Yeah It's been a string of getting Yeah Accidentally drunk on the podcast uh, That's the beauty of it It's accidental It is and Spontaneous the, as they say Yeah you guys had an agenda uh-huh. What do you guys want from me What do you want from me You came in here to get me fucked up to get something from me. Look at you. I see it in your beady little eyes. No, you said, let's get let's take no, advantage of this we guy. We wanted to have a good time and I think I bought the proton because I was like, you know, he, I always see him with a glass of something. <laughs> I kinda like rock out <laughs> with nothing. So that's all it was, honestly. I he shows up it. at my place, he's like, I, I brought this bottle of Patron. With me. <laughs> oh man. He was like telling me, Oh man, I was trying to go for a no drink weekend. Man, Too late. You, you, made almost, it till you almost made it. I almost. made it till Sunday. I didn't make it at all. Okay, so before we uh, hit our little break to hit the ladies' room, you uh, were talking about these beans you hooked me up with, and I need to roast these. And you uh, you told me last time a way to do it, but now you're glad that I haven't roasted these yet right. because you've flipped the script a little bit and learned a thing or two. Right. So pretend. I've saved these beans for when you guys come on this podcast because I want to ex- want you guys to explain what I need to do exactly. Then I'm going to do it. I'm going to take some pictures, maybe some video, put it up on my Instagram, and people can check out after this episode's up how I did it, what it looks like, kind of a quick little process and stuff. So lay it out there right now. What do I have to do? Who's 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 the master? Henry, are you the roast master? By no means, and that's really what it comes down to. Look, when you can do a pan roast, you can. And the the probably the best thing to do if you're going to do a stovetop roast uh-huh. um, is to use the popcorn machine, correct? Because it can spin it. A popcorn yeah, machine. Yeah, Ramba, it's got the... It's an got air the, po- are you talking about an air popper? Basically. I basically. have one of those. But, but does it have something where you can spin the um, popcorn? It's mm. like a big spatula inside? No, it's just like a... I disagree. Okay. Well, he disagrees. We got a little disagreement but on the podcast. I don't think it's... Go. Who's right or who's wrong? We don't I don't, don't think know. there's a right or a wrong. So, I Fist think... cuffs may ensue. I think if you want to go cheap in roasting, you can use the popcorn popper, and it'll give you an even roast, okay? If now, you go cheap in pop... If you're going cheap, so you're saying this is like six or seven bucks for a pound of these beans. Right. Not too bad. 
I could put that in my air popper, and I'm going to be satisfied. You're, it's gonna it's gonna roast them down. It's gonna take what thirty or forty five minutes to do it. Oh really? Yeah, it's gonna take you some time. But to me, I'm more of a, a huh. rustic nature type of guy. That's like air roasting it, right? Mm-hmm. I like the I, I like <laughs> the unevenness of the cast iron. Just putting a cast iron skillet on your stove, pouring the beans in there, and just stirring it to to where you want it. It's not gonna be perfect. Uh, but to me, it just gives it that that rustic. Hey, I did this, you know, feel to it, and uh, that unperfectness, that just Woo. that perfect unperfectness to me. So let me tell you what we, because we did both. We did the pan roast, and then we had someone professionally roast them for us. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, and the difference is night and day. It is really. Okay. That's why I'm like, well, how about you don't go with the pan roast? Uh, you'll be wasting it. Nevertheless, the pan roast produced because of its quality bean, you still get a really good cup of coffee when you're mm-hmm. making a comparison. So, to, to those something. out there, a pan roast is like taking like a cast iron skillet, correct? Right. Putting it on your stove and stirring consistently, and, and, and what like a low heat? Yes, super low. Like no. what are we talking? So okay, so <coughs> like on a, on a dial of like what one to eight or something. You like put that. it on a four. Four. Okay. The highest. So okay. so. A pan roast on the stove or the cast iron pan is with like a wooden spoon, yes. and you just just constantly stir it. So sit in front of it for what forty minutes? Right. To me, minutes? that that's or the equivalent twenty-five of, to forty. How do you know when it's done? Because I like a light color roast. The, the I like color, a light roast. Just the color, color. of it. Just the color of it. You got to do it a lot of times. It's an art. Yeah. I can't it just do it on art. my first time and be so, like, bam, I did it. Well, you can do it, and you're going to enjoy it because right. it's something you did yourself. Sure. Um, it may not be perfect, but you're going to learn from it, and you're going to perfect it. So to me, doing it on the stove is like taking that that pot and, and being at a campfire and, and cooking a good meal around a campfire versus, right. you know, being on a professional stove at home maybe, you know, and, and, and doing it, you know, perfectly. So... And then the perfectness would obviously be getting a, a, a roaster and spending 1500 bucks and, and roasting oh it yourself, my. you know. Um, Henry, which is by no means where, 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 do I do? where we're going. So you don't have a lot of beans, okay? Uh, in, in Me personally? Right. We, right. We've I have, what do I have here? Three quarters? Uh, uh, maybe half have, a pound? You have half. You half have a half pound? one of these. Is this, is this, this half is, a pound I this have? This is 600 grams. Okay. So I'm not a drug dealer. I don't know how many 600 grams. Yeah, I don't know what that you know, equals. I've, I've found that. It's the perfect sample size. Those guys right. are good at math. Yeah. Right. Drug dealers are good, drug at, dealers math. Are good at math, especially with uh, the metric system. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But I'm not there. So, but I know you have half of one of these bags. Okay. And you have what's called the washed. Okay. Is that right? Yep. I have washed beans, which is with a preference for everybody it because is. everything has been removed. You know, you get the. The flavor of the the bean okay now you're gonna find that with the natural and the honey again there's a difference in color um you're gonna get more fruitiness from this one Ooh. that's a honey washed and and okay well, explain honey washed is it what i mean what, what it sounds like they use water and honey and wash it no no, no damn damn go damn. ahead okay how cool would that be that's how cool what I would that be first. you wash the beans with honey and water that's come on, someone, somebody but get on that. When we're talking right? washed, it, it's not. It's, well, that's the physically thing. the wash. Coffee, of it. do it anyways. Coffee comes with remember, it's a cherry. 
Right. That cherry actually has a lot of sugar content. Okay. Okay. So it's a, it's, it has natural sweetness. So the honey, they've removed a significant amount of that pulp, but leave some still on and then dry it with some of that. I gotcha. Pulp. So that sweetness that sounds yummy. That sugariness. It's not what you think though. It's 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 again. Well, I don't know what Is you're it thinking, bitter? but it's no. It, it the 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 acidity. Mm-hmm. It's acidic, acidic. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. and that's there. And that's where you gotta search for the flavors that you're that fruitiness, which I believe this one has a lot of. Guatemalan coffee is known for a lot of. Um, that acidic flavor. Pardon. That acidic. Yeah, but I, I'm just trying to figure out what the notes are. Um, you know, on the fruitiness, I believe they they said cherries, mm. plum. Ooh. It's awful. It's often brought up. I like a delicious plum. <laughs> You're gonna plum. notice a lot of fruity flavors in that wash. I love coffee. fruity. Fruity's my favorite. And then I'm gonna say so. The general public, like when a you couple go, of peaches, right? <laughs> so when you go to a cafe <laughs> and you order a pour over, the general public's gonna request a, a, a washed bean source. That, that that's just what the 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 general connoisseur is gonna want. Um, maybe a more uh, Experienced connoisseur is going to go for more of a natural washed than anything, uh, a cured bean. Excuse me, a natural cured bean. Uh, the honey is actually going to be the least popular, and it's also the newest it's too. New. So it's an acquired part of the taste. third wave. Trying but new things. This is honey. Can I look at yes. it? Yes. You can see that, and you can see the difference in the beans. It looks like honey. I like, it. I like it. And by the way, those beans that we gave you are hand-selected. Hand-selected. It's part of the specialty process we exactly. were talking about. You guys were hand-selected to be on this podcast, just wow. so you know. <laughs> Thank you. Going to appreciate that. <laughs> so y- you notice like when you go to the, the grocery store and you buy beans, the, the profile of those beans, are all, they're all sporadic throughout, and there might be some Robusta beans mixed in there. But when you look at those specific beans that are laying next to you, they're – consistent across the board it's it's almost perfection can any of my listeners get these beans uh they can through esquipulas coffees oh they can so right now it's a a direct direct it would would have to be at your boy look at that yeah we can get talk you guys can get these fucking beans you can straight from guatemala right now straight from guatemala straight straight to your fucking mouth and and here's the thing too Mm. Uh, you can be in contact with our farmers in minutes. Uh, this so th- th- there's no. They customer don't want that. They just want. They just want your. There, beans. There's so th- there's. It's the story that comes behind it, to yes. me. So, these farmers have spent you know decades and and just getting. Uh, they're perfecting their crap. The shorter end of the stick. And now, yes. now. They love it? Is Do they, they love, love this? It really? They love this. Nice. I love, love it. that. It, it's like in here in Kansas and Missouri <coughs> and Nebraska and Iowa, you got all these generation farmers, right? Well, it's the same thing with these uh, coffee farmers. So Jacoba Farms there, they've been doing it since the, the late 1800s. Wow. I mean, this goes back. Yes. Generations. Family generations. Yes. yes. Absolutely. One day, maybe we can uh, all take a trip to Guatemala. Yeah. The same the, family the, is working on the same. Like that's, right. Yep. yep. Same families continue. Really? Yep. Yes. That's and, really and where, insane. That, that's, that's, we don't have that in America. That's You don't hear that too often. Like, we're not an old enough. 
all the farms culture part really of the cob right. are somehow related whether that's a second third cousin mm-hmm. there's intermarriage relations there's direct family relations sure. but they're all part of somehow related and so uh, when you come to escapulas for coffee you're not just getting some brokered coffee bean that's just been sitting in a warehouse for you know six seven eight nine months and we're just shipping you off bags of it you know mm-hmm. this is the the prime this is the real deal it's coming this is it from i mean a, a it, family generation owned farm there's a story behind it there's the green. richness behind it's it it's vacuum sealed it is it's going to yeah. How can, how can how can people get this from you guys? Like, if, if my listeners want to get get some of your coffee, what, what, how can they do it? Right so now, you, you yeah. go, go on uh, Instagram, and we're at Escapulas Coffees on with an S, so coffees plural uh, on Instagram, and just send us a message, and we'll really? get, we'll get you. you hooked up. There. Really? Yeah, absolutely. That easy. And we can get to, we can get it to you roasted. Oh, well, you already, can roast it? Yeah, already grinded. Who's going to roast it? It gets it actually getting roasted in Contact Guatemala. us at uh, WTF the coffee on Instagram. Where too. the fuck's the coffee? Where the fuck's <laughs> the coffee at? Uh, we'll get you hooked up with the roasted coffee as well. So, um, kind of Escapulas, Escapulas is, is you, our co op that's, that's just directly from Guatemala. It's going to be brought across the border for you. Um, legally or illegal? Illegally. Oh, legally. Ah, legally, on, no, legally. No, I, he, he slipped. Did you hear that? No, Did that you hear was he legal. Slipped? He said illegally. He went, I like a That's some, like some burlap saps on some giant uh, Mexican just <laughs> Definitely burlap saps. Through. Yeah, uh, yeah. We try to really stay eco-friendly. Yeah, we yeah. do. But if you contact us at WTF the coffee or where the fuck's the coffee on Instagram, uh, we will do that roasting for you and, and deliver it to you. So... Uh, we're the the local guys in Kansas City. If you're local in Kansas City listening and you want to get in contact with us locally, you WTFs, the coffee is where to do that on Instagram. You want coffee, we'll get it to you. We'll get it to you. We know. That's what we're about. That's really? what we do. Yeah. Dude, that would be awesome. I hope I hope at least one listener reaches out to try to buy some coffee from you guys. We had we had this coffee roasted by a business. Is that roasted right there or does that still need to be roasted? This needs to be it's roasted. It's on our Instagram. We yeah. did it with um, Second Best Coffee in Waldo. Waldo and we did a private roasting with them and um, their their coffee artist uh, Phil is on our Instagram stated like he's saying this is the best Guatemalan coffee he's ever well, had. And he was skeptical of it, too. His words were, uh, you know, p- uh, keep an eye out for these guys. They have an outstanding product. Nice. You know, and this guy, he's one of those that I'm telling you that has been in the business for 10 years. He's, you know, the education director right. at this yeah, coffee house. Uh, you know, so he's the one. He's one of three people that go into deciding what type of coffee they're going to uh, purchase what they're sourcing whom from you know so we had uh, a moment working with them uh, but we're also looking into you know just you know instead of instead of selling it direct to uh, I guess the cafes the cafe selling it to a consumer mm-hmm. you know and uh, we, we're thinking of starting our own thing also you know and we uh, want to do a brick and mortar down the road so uh, eventually we will be serving hopefully the best cup of coffee and Kansas City that that would be our goal is to literally be able to say hey 
not only do we have the finest beans sourced, the cleanest, neatest beans sourced, but we can also make and roast the finest cup of coffee you've ever had. We want to be the champagne of coffees. Yeah. So. You know, the, the I love it. I yeah. love it. That's a tough Kansas City's got some coffee, man. It we does. Do. You guys got some we competition. Do. It does, but that's do. the good thing. It, what, it what, is, what would be the point? It is unless you're to... trying to open up a coffee store. Sometimes, but, right? The competition. Of... If you're trying to open brick and mortar, that's a tough. Let We've me tell you something. To they so... don't have the direct connect we have. And they don't. That's a leg up. And that. they're scared of it too. We've talked to several cafes, and I'm not going to name any names. Name one. Uh, well, we've named one second best coffee. Uh, another one's uh, Broadway. We've spoke with. Uh, They're afraid. Th- they are afraid because. What are they afraid of? Look, our coffee, our beans are more expensive than the average yeah, Joe bean. Specialty bean. But you're a ninety-three. Right. And you but pay, you got to pay for that. But they're gonna have to raise the prices on their cup of coffee in order to afford <clears> these beans, and 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 it's it's. Obviously, anything. It's a marketing you, thing. Right? It's a marketing. It's it's a profit driven industry. Obviously, so oh, sure. W- once you get so big, you're selling water. It becomes right. to the point where you're giving up a little bit to get a little bit. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, and that's where we want to avoid because, like you, you're trying to be the best podcast in in Kansas well, City, right? I didn't know. Did he say trying? That's what I heard. You are. Did you hear you trying? Are. So no, that's I... your your absolute number one goal is to always be the number <laughs> I'm one. I'm with you. The top dog. I am trying to, uh, yes, get that. Our but it goal is, marketing. is say we don't care what it costs to serve it to you. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you're going to pay for it because that's the consumer that we want to market to is the guy that is or the, the lady that wants to have that the best cup of champagne or wine they possibly right. can have, but in the coffee world. so mm-hmm. Or just something where you're really getting your money's worth. Absolutely. Okay? Because right now you're overpaying for coffee because you're you not are. getting even the quality for what you're paying right. for. Starbucks is insane. I don't like going to Starbucks. You're not getting what you pay for. We're, yeah. we're literally going to offer just that quality. You want if the, you want to add sugar and cream, great. You Do want it, the yeah. experience and the quality. And I don't think there's one single place in town and, and – there's, I, I like going to a few of them, so I'm not I'm not knocking anybody here, but I don't think there's one place in town where you can get everything, and so there is a niche there. What's a good place in Kansas City to get coffee right now? Before you guys, since you guys don't have your brick and mortar up, I would say second best coffee. Second I, I would best, promote best coffee. We're, we're I would doing, promote yeah. Broadway too. I like Broadway. Yeah, Bro- good. A lot, I hear a lot of good things about they Broadway. They really are. They're yeah where we had our first burst, like best cup. Um, uh, what was that place that we went to? Which uh, one? It, it, it's a college. It's a college. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, we did a cupping there too with them. Uh, it's on, it's on our coffee Instagram. Coffee cupping. Coffee let's, cupping. Let's yeah, clear that up. Coffee cupping. Yes. I love it. Um, <laughs> it's up in the, I, I can't, I can't think of it off the top Look, of my head. There's a few sure. places. Like there's you said, great, Kansas City yeah. is great. Okay. The competition is here here but i think that you know there there's definitely still room for any improvement there is room i mean kansas city is growing every single day they're talking about more businesses moving in here all the time so yeah yeah where would you guys so like your dream where would your brick and mortar coffee place be 
Well, we've been, we've talked about it, and we kind of want to be in the burbs. You know, there's oh really for for us there's okay there's not you know from a business standpoint like on the Kansas side like uh, Johnson County yeah you yeah. can't get a good cup of coffee there no. you, the places you go you kind of scared to walk <clears throat> into because everyone's acting like all right they're too prim and proper absolutely well you, that's what your place will end up being no, no. we don't want to be that well then that's there's you better, <laughs> you better not put it in Johnson County then you think so yeah I know so. But that's where Johnson County is. A lot of people from. But that's John- where money is. So who? Can, you but know. if you if you got to have money in order to spend money, and a lot of people from Johnson County go down to the city to get coffee, or you know, go to the the bars, or go for shows, anything. You no, know, they'll they spend, spend money, money, but it's your your they brick leave. and mortar will end up being a Johnson County brick and mortar. Brick I see what you're saying. Like I just because that's what the clientele when you put that brick and mortar amongst those people that's, that's the, the people that are going to frequent their brick and mortar right so you'll have the best coffee around what you're getting uh, there's nothing wrong with it get bougie with it get the <laughs> johnson county soccer moms in there let me tell you something this podcast is not johnson county soccer mom friendly action 41 news told me so themselves oh is that right really? well I'm, I'm too dangerous for action 41 news how did that happen and just that uh, I reached out to them. I wanted to be on their podcast because they have a podcast that's for local podcasters. Uh-huh. I said, hey, I'm a local podcaster. Let me be on your show. They watched my podcast or listened to it. And they said, we like your podcast, but we think with your adult material, we would catch a lot of flack from our listeners oh from having God. you. I was like, I get the fuck. I was like, all right, I understand. But don't a lot of these... <laughs> Johnson County, uh, quote unquote, soccer moms. They go home and listen to Joe Rogan at night, though. Too. I don't know. I really don't. I know. I mean, everybody <clears throat> lets loose. Yes, but I, but <laughs> it's just they a public have, persona. You yeah, put but off, that's right? their persona that they have to roll with. And I understood so, yeah. it. I go. I understand. No hard feelings. I get it. Yeah. But my point is, there's nothing wrong with getting that demographic. I can't right. get that demographic. But I don't care. But if you guys throw your coffee out there, who cares? Get that money. That's where that money is. Go get your money. Throw that good coffee out there. Good so- the soccer moms got money to throw around. Let them buy good coffee. They do. I ain't they mad like at coffee. it. Throw it out there. Do you it. Know, get not, your money, son. Get it. If I wanted they want to, that money. If I wanted and then to, sponsor this show. Yeah. Get that yeah. Johnson County money and then have that money sponsor this show and that's a big fuck you to everybody. Right. For boom, us, shrunk, boom. I don't that's think how it's we do all it. about the money. It's, <laughs> it is for me. Give me money, Robert. Do you the, have money? I'm about to rob you. you know? uh, Miss California, get my pistol. Get, get We're it. robbing get these it. people. I'll file an insurance claim. I'm in that business. Right? <laughs> you know? um, it doesn't. You know, you're right. We're, we're, we're looking at it. We're looking at it. We thought about it. We just think that going down to to a place where it's already saturated with it's saturated sure. phase like like crossroads or river market yeah. or something yeah yeah there's someone i got a hard north kansas yeah. city i mean yeah. it, it, the, the culture's there but it, it's already it's saturated. already set there yeah. so but the, these folks are traveling to parkland to north kansas city to the <clears> river <throat> market to you know mid, you know midtown right. the, they're all going there to get this so here in the burbs there's also you know the the johnson county community college you know group yep. there's i mean there's there's t- there's tons of opportunities here and you know there's other things you can do as far as you know not obviously serving the 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 best cup of coffee that you can get 
is part of it, but it's also the experience. So, um, where, where, where else can you go get a, a great cup of coffee and also see a, you know, a good band, you know, you can't do it. So your dream is to have like a pretty cool coffee spot in Johnson County where they have little bands and, and, and your stand up mics, everything. everything. That's cool, yeah, man. Creatives. Whether it's Johnson I like County that, dude, or that's not, cool. at this time it remains so, but definitely we wanted to have where there's a stage with open mic, where there's places where What about like a, a back room with like a, a podcast studio? That too, yeah. right? I mean, no, we're, seriously. We're, we, we're talking about being innovative. Right. Not just opening hmm. one place that does one thing, but a place I'll go that in does on the rent multiple things, you know, uh, and, and have TED Talks yeah. as well type of things. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right, Someone, right. an expert comes and boom, he's going to talk. And whoever shows up, shows up. You know, it's not a thing. We're just going to have it open and we're going to have the, the space for people to do those Look, things. Look, we want hmm. it to be a space that we enjoy. Let me get on this. Know? Let me get in on this so, too, guys. I want a piece of this action. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I love it. Love it, yeah, yeah. Whoa, we're, we're just like a nice little uh, <laughs> but seriously, kumbaya, a, kumbaya there. A, a, a cafe. We're roasting our own beans that directly source from the farm that we uh, are partner up with, um, and, and and we're not just talking partners; we're talking close relationships here. Okay, you no. talk to these people, yeah, all yeah. the time. What I mean, do they like to do besides farming? <clears throat> What kind of things do these uh, farmers like to do in Guatemala? So a lot of uh, buyers. What's a hobby? Like what so do these because guys do? of the area they're into, they're actually a lot into um, um, motorbike. Um, oh really? Uh, what? Uh, cross, 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 cross. Yeah, cross country. Cross type. moto or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean it's it's jungle type of area as well, surrounding. Drive. You know, not the city, but they're near around. Yeah, outdoorsy type of things. Four wheel drive, like kind of like jungle rednecks. Uh, yeah, yeah kind of, yeah. That's yeah. a good way to put coffee, it. Coffee, coffee yeah. farming, rednecks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can be a a, a slash, you know, I surely don't know, hipster every redneck, color, yeah, you know, right? It exists, it does. But these guys are it. Yeah. Nice, I yeah. love it. Right now, they're working a lot on getting all the certifications um, and everything certified and recognized uh, mm. nat- nationwide. Yeah, uh, Esquipulas Coffee actually just got, um, you know, one of the, the main guys, Byron, Byron Souza. Um, we can support you. All we have to do is buy your shit, right? That helps right. you yeah. guys out. Yeah, basically. It absolutely does. And so we'll we just have Escapulas. I've got to put that link on there. Escapulas. Yep. Coffee. Did, a- I say es- it? Did I say it? Yeah, Escapulas. You finally said it right. 100%. Hey, come on. A- I'm Escapulas super coffees. white. I told you that. I'm like Irish, okay? You got it. He's super white. Escapulas. I struggled with it at the beginning. Escapulas Coffee. People, Instagram, Escapulas. I'm going to put that in the show show links, whatever. Please find that to get the beans and roast it. Okay, I've got half a pound of beans here. What do I do with these? What am I? Tell me what to do. I have a, I have a popcorn roaster and I have a flat iron. I have, a, I have an iron skillet. And I have a, a Dutch oven. Let me ask you this. Don't, yeah. don't use the, the Dutch ovens out. Okay, Dutch ovens so, out. Let me ask you this. Do you, if you're going to go make some chicken, all right? Okay. Do you want it campfired or do you want it, you know, nice and neat on the stove? Oh, I'm a, I, I, I cook everything in my cast iron skillet. Then throw it in the cast iron and just keep stirring it and stirring it. Yeah. It's not going to be the per- most perfect even roast, but it's going to be that 
that rustic feel to it's it. It's going to be good. You want to move be it good. consistently because yeah. otherwise. So you're for like have 25 minutes, just, just constantly keep going. Keep do I heat the? It. Do I it's heat? Be a chore. Do I heat the skillet up first and then put it in? Yes. Okay. Um, yes. Okay. Well. We've done it both. Heat that skillet. Put it. Put the skillet on the stove. Right. 10, 15 Set minutes. Set it on a number four. Okay. Get it. Get it even hot. Right. Right. Throw those beans on there. And and just. just take a no, whisk. Don't stop stirring. Yeah. Yeah. Or a wooden spoon. I would say three and a half, and then at some point maybe take it to a four. Okay. Yeah. But definitely preheat at three and a half. Okay. And it's and you know once once it's preheated, which usually takes about seven ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you throw them on in, like he said. Dedicate 30 minutes to boom, stirring. Boom, And you got to see the color change, okay? Just mm-hmm. keep an eye on it. And as long as it stays consistent Is it going to smell so good? It's going to smell wonderful. At one point. Yes. At one point. Yeah. The, I okay. mean, then that's where I'm talking. And you can again. smell it if it starts burning. It changes. Everything's going to change. Color, smells change. This is exciting. It is. It is. It is. And once you go through it, you know, uh, you can drink it. As soon as you're done roasting it, mm-hmm. but you want to wait really 48 hours. Two days. Uh-huh. For that flavor to makes sense. That makes, uh, sense. That makes sense. Set. Yeah, okay. yeah. Then you want to do the uh, it's grinding. Like Where should I put it in? Put it in just a, a Tupperware container with a lid, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like uh-huh. if you're curing meat, you know? Uh, Airtight. You mm-hmm. want to make some bacon, you get a pork belly, and you, you rub it, and you stick it in the fridge and let it sit for a week before you smoke it, right? It's the same thing with your mm. coffee. Just you got to wait. You got to plan to spend that thirty minutes of just stirring it in an evening. And get a glass of wine or whatever you like to drink. Some whiskey and spend that thirty minutes. Mm. I like just, El Patron. Just in, <laughs> or that Patron and just keep stirring it and, and chill out. Maybe play some you know music and have a good time with it. And then just let it sit for a couple of days. So it's it's there's gonna be a learning curve to. You know, hey, I'm out of coffee. I can just run to, you know, Price Chopper or Hy-Vee or wherever and buy a can of Folgers, right? Right. Uh, this is something you're going to have to plan out to do. So you're going to be a, a connoisseur looking to. But not really. I mean, yeah. half an hour. Say, it's not say a lot of whole, time out of life. Let's say the entire no. process at the most is an hour. Right. Someone has an hour to dedicate to getting into a new hobby, learning a new craft, sure. exactly. try, just trying something out. If you're adventurous and want to try something, if you enjoy coffee, like if you I like said, coffee, it this is really an experience to just, just to try something. Like Why said, wouldn't you just get try Get your it? significant other, spend some I time agree. in the kitchen, playing some music, just drink right. some coffee, having a drink. Right. And you know, Miss California, time, would, you like to make some, would you like to roast some coffee with me? Me neither. Let's have some drinks and roast some coffee together. <laughs> there, there you go. go. Sounds that's, like a good That's night. basically what we did. We just chilled out, um, roasted it, and, you know, you get to enjoy that smell throughout the house. Yeah. yeah. And every time you – and then and then there's the smell, and then once you grind it, it's like an explosion all over again, a brand-new smell that's yeah. way more intense. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. So. And then when you brew it, too, it's just like like, like Henry was saying – it goes through these stages, so you're just smelling what you're brewing. Right. Just, you know, you you, th- you think you can smell the coffee coming out of the Mister Coffee machine, but you, I mean, you're just over the top of it, and it's just like, whoa, you know. Yeah. And whatever amazing. you do, it's gonna be a good coffee for you, uh, just because again, it's a good quality bean. Right. Um, and you know, go ahead and make a a standard uh french press of anything else that you have on the table and do a comparison right and 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 
you tell us whether you can find more fruitiness, more notes I coming out of these, fruit. as opposed to. You, you make know. a French press of this and mm -hmm. compare it to a French <clears throat> press of Folgers or uh, Columbia House, whatever you drink. I'm not doing that. Nobody's <laughs> doing that. <laughs> I, I you're going to taste. Freeze dried. You can't even French press that stuff. I mean, it's too fine. Yeah. You wouldn't even press one, down in the plunger. <laughs> one's a fruit and one's a gunpowder, you know? Oh. <laughs> so it's a night and day. You, you'll. You'll be able to notice. I can't wait. I'm going to do it. Um, I'm going to tag you guys. I hope people check your stuff out. Escapulas Coffees. Escapulas Coffees. Yes. At Escapulas Coffees. That's all right. He had a hard time for the longest time. Yeah. I almost wanted to rebrand. When you're not from Australia, it's really hard to pronounce. Right? Yeah. I almost wanted to rebrand, and then the story got told to me, and the church story, and, you know. All that, it, the culture is just so embedded into it that, yeah. that, and I think that is a major speaking point to it is like Jacoba Farms speaking, you know, specifically is our largest farm. They they've been doing this since the eighteen hundreds with their family. That they they know how to do this. Um, they love doing it. There's nothing else in the world that they'd rather do, and. You can get with us right on Instagram and say, hey, I want to come to Guatemala and, and, and come see your farm and then yeah, go four-wheeling with these oh, guys. Shit. And they'll, they'll take you out Come and jungle it. rednecking yes. with Jacoba Farm, you guys. They, yeah. they would love we'll to have it up. you. Can we do ayahuasca and yeah. uh, have a good... We'll figure out a Guatemalan I don't know if they're into that, that but we can <laughs> we'll do it. I mean, we'll Somebody do it. will. Yeah. We'll get you there, you know? so Dude. Uh, amazing. Amazing. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for being yeah, here. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. This was freaking, thank you for that, Patron. Yeah, thank you for welcome. the coffee beans. Thanks for drinking it and having a good time. I can't this. wait to throw this on my uh, cast iron skillet. Get this bad boy. I can't wait to drink it. and oh, We'll do it tonight. Me and my producer here will make it. And then in two days, let it sit. And I'm going to have it probably Wednesday morning. I'll bring it to some of my coworkers. Do it. There you go. Fuck yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right, again, one more time, pimp your stuff. I want, I really, really hope right. people come and find you because they can just buy these beans. Anybody, S people listening, listen up real quick. And this is how you can buy these beans. They're not expensive. That's not that expensive. We have no. seven farms that you can pick these beans from. So, so that's not just one farm. Like you're supporting, seven. you guys are not only are you supporting these people that are on the podcast right now, which is a super We're small local. business, they're super local. You're supporting me by like, by just, hey, these uh, friends of the podcast, like, let's support yes. them. We need to get you a promo code, maybe. Uh, and you're just going to get badass coffee. Who doesn't right. want great coffee? Specialty coffee. So if you want to if you want to support our farms. Please do it. Please. Go right to at Escapula's Coffees on Instagram and just mess, send, us, send us a direct message. Uh, we'll respond right back to you. Um, we're a small business. It's not a bot that's going to respond to you. We'll have a conversation, get you the coffee that you're looking to get. Um, if you want something, if you're scared to roast it and you want to deal with somebody that's, that's right here in Kansas city, get with us at WTF is the coffee. So where the fuck is the coffee? WTF uh, is the coffee Yep, on Instagram. On Instagram. You're going to reach one of us, either Henry or myself. And we will get you the coffee. We'll roast it. We'll bring it to you. Heck, we might even have a cup with you. And, and yeah. cheers. So, Man, 
I, I so this is where my anxiety sets in, and I'm afraid no one's gonna do it That's from my right. podcast. But I hope they do. Guys, thank you so much. This was phenomenal. Thank you thank for you. just coming and bringing me gifts. Absolutely. Thank right. you for having this conversation with me. I see a beautiful future. Yes. Let's do this. Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. Can I get a fist bump? Can you, yeah. Britney Spears. Bump. Britney Spears over there. Hit the widescreen. I got to get a fist bump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First one, you guys. Bob, boom. boom. Thank you, guys. Uh, Nana Talk Podcast, everybody. Thank you all. This was amazing. We're out. We're out. Bye. We're out. Bye. Peace.